You're listening to the SpyFi After Dark Podcast. And welcome back to SpyFi After Dark. Today we have an excellent episode, but first, real quick, I want to credit Marina Arsenijevich. I believe I pronounced that right. She produced the song that you're now hearing in the background. Um, it's pretty cool. I'll put a link in the description if you want to check it out. She has like 300,000 Instagram followers, which is like really random. It was a family connection. Um, and today we have a guest. Do you want to introduce yourself? Yeah. Um, my name is Scott Zimmer. I had what you call a Star Wars aficionado, I guess. Perfect. We need to, to get a certified nerd for this conversation. Yeah. That's that's qualifying me. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we're going to talk about Star Wars, as you've already figured that out by the title. Uh, real quick, though, this podcast is quote-unquote sponsored by the <laughs> Iowa Moccas, which I'll tell you about later. Um, and then, of course, you can find me on Twitter at Millen Tweets and on Instagram at Millen Grams. Do you want to shout out anything? Um, yeah, I mean, you can find me on Twitter at Pete from HR. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> and uh, actually, yeah, that's it. We should just use his handle. <laughs> yeah, right. yeah. Oh my god, it's got to be semi professional. <laughs> oh, geez. Uh, all right, well, with that, let's just get into it. So, I figured we could maybe start with what we actually like about the new crop of Star Wars movies. Before we just go straight in and trashing it, so we can get a little bit of rapport for a short list. (laughs) Um, Won't even get us to the break. So we 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 mentioned briefly before we started recording, but I think Rogue One is collectively our favorite Star Wars movie of the yeah of of the the Disney era Star Wars. So for me, it's my favorite period, like of all time. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, That's fair. And for Alex, yeah, for me as well. Yeah. Yeah. What what is your favorite if not Rogue One? So my favorite, like of all of them, is Empire Strikes Back. Okay, okay. And that was just because growing up, like the first movie I remember watching was Star Wars. It was with my grandfather when I was three years old. Okay, so I think their original trilogy has like that kind of sentimental value to me. But Rogue One was just so good. Mm-hmm. It was just oh man, it was so good, and it it filled all these boxes that you needed. Like it had an emotional story. It had like you know, this amazing villain in Krennic that was literally like he was trying to get something done that you knew was going to lead to this terrible, terrible machine of war. Um, but nothing, nothing will beat that hallway scene with Vader. Oh my God. <laughs> oh my goodness. I remember being in the theater and I just, I just stood up when the lightsaber came on. I just stood up. I was like, Oh, this is the greatest thing in my life. But it was, yeah, it was, I would have to say Rogue One is a very close contender for my, that's awesome. My favorite movie. Is that always seen the Star Wars equivalent of Captain America picking up Thor's hammer? Oh man, that's, that's a really good way of like, <laughs> of comparing them. Yeah, actually I would, I would say, yeah. Cause you have to remember like up to that point, like all the Star Wars movies that featured Vader was really just this, they were old, right? Mm-hmm. They, it was 1977, 1980, 1983. Yeah. And so it was tough to do these like incredible, like animated or like CGI scenes where he's like picking a guy up in the hallway they're and killing dated. him from, but yeah, they're, they're very, dated. they're very yep. clearly dated. Mm-hmm. So seeing him actually like be the badass that everyone in the movies was afraid of him for was, it was pivotal to the story. Yeah. But then the problem is you now have him being this badass in this hallway and then it leads right into him not doing any of that stuff in the next movie. So you're kind of like, like a romanticized villain in the past. Now exactly. you're like, oh, wait, he is like the most powerful. Yeah, next to them. exactly. And now yeah. you're like, yeah. oh, shit, he's actually like a big deal. Would you say it's maybe more accurate that the equivalent is the uh, the pan around shot in the first adventures? Maybe oh, no, that's no. a little better. <laughs> whether, yeah, when they're going around like, I'm sensing an Avengers yeah, theme. Yeah, I was here. Really, really, really like <laughs> What's your favorite Avenger? Ah, uh, the first one. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's probably because like, yeah. oh, that scene. That, that, scene. that, that <laughs> one scene. <laughs> that one scene pretty much seals it. No, I mean it is the best story of all the Avengers movies. I think. Don't look at me. Classically. I, have you never seen them? No, I have. I. I mean. Okay. I, well, no, you're gonna say Infinity War. That's fine. Um, I get it. It's not Infinity War was uh, 
I was on the edge of my seat the whole time, yeah. but it wasn't my favorite. Okay. It's not my favorite either, but um, it's the most hype for me. Out okay. Of, yeah. All right. My favorite scene in all of the MCU is actually the Captain America saving, supposedly trying to save his oh, yeah, comrades the grenade. with the fake yeah. grenade. All right. That's let's, my let's, oh, yeah. let's steer the train back yeah. to the tracks. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> Yeah, I mean it was it was as important. It was that it was that like pivotal moment in the movie, like seeing Vader in the hallway, I guess, was you knew it was like you knew the stakes, you knew that this was not going to end well for them. Mm-hmm. Their irony of it. Yeah. The irony exactly. of it, it, it intensified the emotions too. Yeah, exactly. But what about the new trilogy? I mean, anything Well, hold on. What is your rating for Rogue One out of ten? <laughs> out of ten? Yeah. I know, yeah. <laughs> he loves I, it. Uh, <laughs> I got some. I gotta get some validation. Okay? I, no, that's fine. I I actually when I go see movies because I'm a huge just like movie buff in general. Awesome. Um, but whenever I go see movies, I do give them out of ten. I think I gave Rogue One a nine point five out of ten. So how much of that is the hallway scene? How much of that is the hallway yeah. scene? Oh man, nine. About seven point nine nine percent of that. Seven point nine nine. Yeah. I mean, it just like. I, so like for me like I love the villains the villains make Star mm-hmm. Wars they like you don't like there was yeah see <laughs> this guy now is he my, gets validation this guy because yeah, yeah. Palpatine's my favorite villain actually of all time of all time like outside of Star Wars okay yes that's actually really impressive I like so. that well and like if you know his whole story like he's he's not just this like conniving like senator who just happened to be the most powerful Sith Lord at the time he his actual backstory is phenomenally way more dark than that. Like he killed his whole family to join, right? Yeah. Just to join. Plagueis like, approached him and yeah, said, yeah. Plagueis came up to him and he was like, yo, I need your help. And he was like, I have this power. And he kind of looks at people yeah. of lesser ambition or power as like beneath him. So he's perfect. Yeah. There's actually, there's a great quote from, uh, one of the star Wars games, uh, from this, like, Dark Lord of the Sith, who literally says, "My will is the destiny of lesser men," and that's basically how Palpatine treats people below him. Yeah, it's people like, are like at the whim of his fate. Essentially. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Basically, but okay. So that seems like a good enough segue into <laughs> trashing the movies. <laughs> trashing the movies, hell yeah. Because <laughs> I'm really excited to trash the movies. Obviously, so. the <laughs> the payoff for Palpatine is not terribly um, exciting in the final movie and i don't i don't hate the final movie i don't even hate that they brought him back necessarily but oh no i don't either um it just seemed like a weird way to cap that off i think what you have to remember about that that separation between the last jedi and then the rise of skywalker was (sighs) ryan johnson literally had this roadmap out in front of him that JJ Abrams was like, look, I'm setting these specific story plots up for you from force awakens into the rise of Skywalker or, uh, uh, the last Jedi. And mm. Ryan Johnson was like, sick. I'm gonna throw those all out. <laughs> yeah. That's my assessment. Yeah. He just like, didn't care. And I mean, a lot of that is just, he, he wanted to tell a different kind of story and I get that and that's fine. Be ambitious, you know, go out on a limb and do your own thing, but do it in a different saga of star Wars because you, you you're or trying to say fran- off. Yeah. You're trying yeah. to say franchise, but you don't want to say it. it yeah. Yes. So like franchise basically. <laughs> like franchise is too sacred. <laughs> Not only that, like you, the, the, the star Wars saga is about the skywalkers and then Introducing this character of Ray who has no ties to him and making her the hero, um, making Finn like Finn could have been the greatest Star Wars character of all time. Like he was this defector from the Empire. He could have no, or from the First Order. He could have known all these things and how to help them from the inside. And instead they made him this like comic relief that became less and less important as each movie came out. Mm-hmm. He was important in seven. He was very important. Yeah, so he was set up well. Yeah, he, he was, was set up well. He was set up to be this this big like payoff because in the tra- if you watch the trailers, it it implies that he is the new Luke, 
And a lot of the theories that went around at the time before The Last Jedi came out was that he was Lando's son that was somehow you know force sensitive or whatever and he was going to be the new jedi but as that would have been cool that would have been cool that would have been really cool yeah and unfortunately that's that's basically what the rise of skywalker was was a lot of pandering to fan theories um i think i would have i would have not made him connected to any of the other characters personally that's kind of what i wanted at the end i wanted him to be a new character and i wanted him to be this like fresh face but i wanted ray to Ray should have been connected to someone. She sh- she needed to be, and that was the thing. And then Star Wars is a lot about legacy, though. That's all Star Wars is. It's it it's was about family about and your choices and, yeah. and all that stuff. So I get it. But Ray, like, they tried to destroy that in the Last Jedi by saying that her parents were nobodies, mm-hmm. and then they completely ignore that in the Rise of Skywalker. Kylo's like, I know your parents are nobodies. Oh, <laughs> just kidding. By the way, your parents are super important. Somehow, I don't know why, but they're mm-hmm. super important. I also don't understand like why Pal- like how Palpatine can actually be a sexual being of any capacity. Right? It's weird, right? <laughs> without without just for the sake of trying to create someone to take his place. In which case, why would he ever abandon that saying that? Well, that's like why would he keep loose ends of himself? Yeah, out, exactly. Out, that's, out in, you know what I mean? That's it where it make, falls it, apart. It's weak. It's weak. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like well, and he like so his. Ray's father was just a failed clone of Palpatine. So he's not, she's not Palpatine's granddaughter. She's just mm. his pseudo daughter because her dad was just a failed clone of Palpatine oh. that got away, met this girl. They had a kid. And then if I remember correctly, this, the assassin killed both of her parents. And after they left her on Jakku, and I'm just kind of like, okay, like, why go after her then? Like, why make her this big, important person if Palpatine can just, like, clone himself and reclaim, like, the First Order? It, it just, like... Remember the idea I had for how to make Nine better? I will remember it as soon as you start saying what it was. <laughs> Essentially, I like the... I, sorry, I'm, 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 no, you're good. just really quickly, like, kind of on what you're talking about, like... I felt like cloning was kind of this potential route to bring in new and dark challenges for uh, the protagonists coming from the sit side. Cause that's something that was more talked about on their end. Always. Like, oh, I'm yeah. surprised yeah. that like nine didn't incorporate. Like I actually thought that they were going to bring back like some old Sith. That would have been different. That would have been cool. Maybe a little, maybe maybe a little much. I like the idea. I of that still wouldn't have done it. I mean, they do it kind of because if you pay attention to what Palpatine says, there are other Sith spirits living inside his body. Yes, and that it I have seemed, very strong opinions about the yeah, Sith. I don't like. So. Yeah, I just um, you know how like they had the Final Order kind of come out of nowhere. Yeah, like where have they been this whole time? To me, threatening to destroy everything is like cheap. Yeah, versus the idea of bringing back like more of what Palpatine is just seems more like elusive and dark to me. I don't know why versus just upping the ante on the military side. It just, it got old and it was like too quick. And I, I I wanted them to bring like a new spin, especially since supposedly snow, which was, which was a cheap throwaway and snow could have been a great character. The fact that he was a throwaway due to him being a disposable and cloning. I wish they would have like, Brought in more of that. Well, I mean, let's not forget they did need an excuse for one of the characters to say on your left. It's actually a good point. Yeah. <laughs> really? I missed it. We're going to keep on going. On your left? That's from Captain America. No, I know. And it's from, it's from, fin, or uh, Captain America and, and the game. last one, Endgame. Is, well, I missed yeah, it. Sam says it's one right over your head. Yeah. <laughs> no one actually says on your left. It's just the same thing. It's, yes. Yeah. Like, it's, you should yes 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 the final the final fight right. yes whatever that deserved a laugh but didn't get it i, I got laugh he's it, laughing yeah, yeah. I, I thought it was funny yes. <laughs> all right whatever <laughs> sorry <laughs> no i think I, i'm like and that's a good point like as far as like the the sith go i think my problem is i love the sith like i love the sith lore i, I love where they came from um and the the biggest problem right off the bat that i had with the rise of skywalker was you weren't supposed to be able to clone force users it didn't work that way 
Like just because you gave that person a duplicate body didn't mean that that duplicate body was going to be as powerful in the force because it wasn't the original person. It's probably like conservation of like energy or something going on. You can't can't double force. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) You can't just be like, oh my God, if I'm this powerful, imagine if there's two of me, I'd be twice as powerful. No, it, it didn't work that way. And then like they were like, well, what if we just did this and had every Sith embody this one body because the body of Palpatine isn't the original body. That's also a clone. And that's the other part that doesn't make sense. If he's a clone, why is he all messed up? Like if he's a clone and they've oh, perfected I assumed these, it was the original I thought body. It was original. Everybody that's, did. That's and why then, he's like, he's essentially decrepit. That's why he's all messed up, right? Yeah. yeah. No, it's because if you read the novelization of the book, he is a clone. He, that, that actual Palpatine, like, died he was he died at the death star they just had his cells to grow another palpatine hmm. and his spirit lingered on that's even weaker it is even weaker see that's the problem is the novelizations which are official canon because of disney um it's weaker or not like i don't like that but i also don't like the idea of palpatine just surviving because it kind well, of like yeah. dismantles the he whole shouldn't, he shouldn't have survived but it, being a clone is even worse yeah yes it is, I would have, yes. like, yeah. I would have been fine. That's why I don't want Palpatine yeah. in nine. Yeah. Well, yeah, ideally I don't either. Yeah. It would have I been, because I, I, I don't see, like the idea of the legacy being thrown out. Exactly. Well, that's the whole thing. I like, see, well, I see nine, the problem of nine being it's a conflict between you want to create new characters and you also, they felt like they had to play, pay off old characters at the same yeah, time. Yeah, Mil- 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 I talked about this thing. before. He also, he, he did, that nine essentially also had to like, make reparations for eight causing kind of like a split in the I mean, audience. It's, it's really, yeah, like bring it's them back. really exactly. clear that there was a difference of creative vision, which caused a narrative fracture that was physically unrepairable. Well, so I don't know how I want to touch on this, but like go for it. The last Jedi had, and anybody who knows me knows that I, I absolutely hate this woman, but Kathleen Kennedy, who is the executive producer of all of Lucasfilm or like all of the Star Wars properties right now, um, essentially turned The Last Jedi into a massive social justice warriors promotion. That's what I told him after he watched it. Yeah. So That's what like, it felt like if you actually pay attention to The Last Jedi, the only people who make the right decisions are women. <laughs> Freaking! How did Rose catch back up to Finn to stop him from being the hero? There's, there's literally no way she could have turned around and caught up to him to stop him from destroying the the battering ram to break down the wall. Why did Holdo not tell anybody about her plan? Like, why was it some super? And that that problem right there actually <laughs> that could have been solved with a single sentence. Mm-hmm. Her not saying her what her plan was. Like, hey, we're gonna like make it look like we're trying to get away in the ship, but we're going to actually dump off all these like lifeboats kind of thing. All you had to say was, we think there's a, a spy on board. So I don't want to tell you guys my plan because I don't know who the spy could be, but they don't do that. She just like keeps the plan from it. And, and Poe even says that he's like, tell us what your plan is. And she's like, no, I'm good. I don't want to. Yeah, it do was, that. um, it was frustrating to watch. Yeah. She, she may have the same first letter as Kevin Feige, but she's no Kevin Feige. No. Not not even close. Fucking <laughs> MCU. I'm just well, gonna keep doing that here. He's, you should for the. He's a uh, he's actually in in charge of Star Wars now. What? Yeah. Like, Kevin Feige doesn't work for MCU anymore. He's. I think I, think I did hear about that. Millen's flushing. Point. Like, yeah. like, like, all right, we need a break. Like, did, he, did he get promoted to like chief creative officer yeah, like, or something? Chief, yeah, something like that. Because well, so everybody wanted Kathleen Kennedy out, and then they renewed her contract and then they started realizing like, dude, all these problems are like, because she stepped in and did this. That's actually why, <laughs> uh, I don't know if you guys have watched the Mandalorian on Disney plus. It's, it's I a, have, Oh dude, it's a phenomenal show. It's phenomenal. If you haven't yeah, seen it, it absolutely, you, you definitely I, should watch it. So I watched it. I did not watch it originally. I watched it well after it come out. Like yeah. I only saw it like a month ago. Oh, okay. Um, and I, I mean, I thought it was very good. I, I don't think it was as good as the hype made it out to be, in my opinion, but it was yeah. very good. It was a solid, like, eight and a half show for me. Like, Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 know, yeah. If, there, there were really good story beats that I really would like to see continued um, as they go, mm-hmm. but I did feel like the whole thing lacked a little bit of, um, uh, what's the word, um, continuity through the whole show? For the most part, yeah. The only continuity you really get 
there, I'm try, I'll try to avoid spoilers as much as I can. Is the asset is yeah, like the main sure. continuity, and that's true. Would you have more continuity if you had more out of context knowledge? By like reading books, like are you? No, gonna, are, see, you are you? Are oh, you? Okay, that's the that's the thing about the new Star Wars under Disney's leadership is if you watch the movies, you get about eighty five percent of the story. You know eighty five percent of the story. Most of the expanded stuff is in between or behind the scenes stuff. Um, like a lot of the novels take place in between Return of the Jedi and The Force Awakens. It's just kind of filling in the gaps of like what everybody's been doing or like the animated show rebels, which I absolutely hate. Um, I just, that's basically like how Vader and the inquisitors like hunted down the last of the Jedi Mm -hmm. and how the rebellion was started. Um, What didn't you like about it? So wait real quick, just for people who were curious, Kevin Feige does still work for Marvel, but he was promoted up to chief creative officer. Pretty much the whole thing. Just for, okay. Yeah. So he, He's the president of Marvel, and he's also chief creative officer of the comics, television, and animation. Wow. Okay. okay. So basically, he controls everything. He's, he basically does it all. That's yeah. awesome. I'm sorry. I completely forgot your question. Oh, no, I just asked, what did you like? I haven't seen Rebels. Oh, I haven't either. I've um, just seen the Clone Wars show. Clone Wars is a phenomenal show, but it's I, very good. that's yeah. another show that I think does not... I don't want to say deserve the hype it gets, but the hype lingers long after the show's over like the show's done like the final season just finished on disney plus Mm -hmm. but everybody's talking about oh i can't wait because they just announced that a spinoff of that show is coming from a character a couple characters that showed up in the newest season and i'm like dude can we just get something like brand new instead can we like focus on a completely different era of star wars but disney's like milking the clone wars and the galactic civil war for like all that they have. And that's that's kind of like that's why I don't like Rebels. The the main thing is like Well, so to circle back a little bit, I think that's why I liked Rogue One so much. Was it was a new piece of yeah, exactly. story. You and saw completely new, new characters. Space. Exactly. Yeah. It's brand new stuff. The Clone Wars is like Okay. Like I know that the Jedi are involved in this. I know the clone and don't get me wrong, dude. I love the clones. Like the clones mm-hmm. are amazing. The, actually, the whole lore of the Clone Wars period is very cool. Oh yeah. Really, there's a lot of really cool lore in Star there Wars. There is. Well, and it's, and it's there almost was, it's almost criminal how much it is just not used. Well, and that's that's what Disney did back in 2015 when they bought Star Wars. They were like, everything that wasn't in the movies is what we're gonna call legends. So it could have happened. But until we actually use it in new material, it's not technically canon. So you have characters like Darth Bane or Darth Nihilus. Um, Darth Bane started the rule of two with the Sith. Darth Nihilus was this incredibly powerful Sith Lord who lived 4,500 years before the first movie. And it, you just you have all this incredible lore that Disney's like, no, we don't want to use that. And they're really on the nose with those Sith names. I know, yeah. I know. In general, they are, I think. Yeah. yeah. Well, the, most of them are like directly involved with what they are. Like Nihilus yes. was the Lord of Hunger. Everything he did was just about himself. He didn't care about anybody else. Bane, because you're, you're two. It's like your predecessor yeah. or your the guy who uh, mm-hmm. who you your pupil will t- like take your place. Master and apprentice. Yeah. yeah. Two there should be. But your apprentice will kill you. Plagueis. Plagueis, yeah, he was. Well, uh, he was supposed to be a blight on the Jedi. Sidious, we talked about this. Remember Seed and Vader's father, mm-hmm. That's which great. I think it's funny that most people don't know that that Vader actually stands for father. I'm like that. That's like a dead giveaway. It's crazy. Who knows that? Yeah. yeah. But as far as I don't like, I don't like trashing Star Wars too much. I like trashing the people involved in Star Wars because those decisions directly affect how people perceive certain things that like I grew up with, like I grew up with this fountain of Sith knowledge and like, you know, the new Jedi order Luke started a whole Jedi order and there were hundreds of Jedi, but then the movie came along and was like, no, Luke just like cried to himself. And I was like, Oh my God, I failed. The books have Luke creating a new Jedi order after episode six. Yeah. So he, he creates the new Jedi order. He creates like there, you have Jedi, his, his nephews or his niece and two nephews. Han and Leia had three kids, Jason, Jaina and Anakin solo. Um, Anakin solo was killed during this invasion called the Yuzhan Vong war. And then Jason is killed by Jaina when he falls to the dark side and becomes Darth Cadus. But you have these like 
these incredible stories where Luke actually did succeed and he did rebuild the Jedi order. You know, all of the things that he believed in, in the return of the Jedi, like the power of redemption and the Jedi have to be this guiding light and they have to be this force for good. And then the force awakens comes around along and they're like, no, we want Luke to just lose all hope. Yeah. To be a bitch. Yeah. I explained, you know, I was talking to Millen about this. Like it actually doesn't make sense no. to allow it because of, the accomplishments he made in in, in six. Yeah, it, it completely wiped out him redeeming Vader at all. We, you know, like essentially like Vader, mm -hmm. we, we, I, I don't want to go over it too much, but essentially Vader is like a maniacal genocidal yeah. person, right? Mm -hmm. And he's, he's probably the most powerful in the universe, but he's like running on like 70%. So we'll say Palpatine yeah, is in the right. suit. He's like 80% of what he could have been. Right. Yeah. So it's like, you got Palpatine and you have Vader and Luke is standing up to his father after finding out what his father is and really can't take his father on in, in you know, if it was like all out against each oh, other, yeah, yeah. father's going to hold back, but he also has, Emperor, right? But he he essentially gets rewarded for having the courage to be suicidal, right? To do what he thinks is right, and, and he gets stand but he gets rewarded, right? Because yeah. his father actually turns the emperor gets killed, like everything ends up it's like a, it's working out. So it's like, story. dude, you got like you you got more than you deserve, right? Exactly. Yeah. So why would you like fall into why this pit of like you know yeah. whatever he was? Mm -hmm. So it, it makes no this, sense. Like melancholy, like yeah. it gave rise to legends, and Luke Skywalker couldn't say. And I'm like, dude, shut up, man! Like you saved the galaxy, like you you did this incredible thing, and you redeemed arguably the most evil person, singular person in the galaxy. You made him like realize like, galaxy, oh, maybe yeah. what they did mm -hmm. was like not a good idea. <laughs> like, All right. And that seems like a good place for breaking. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> we'll be back in a minute. <laughs> Hey there, podcast listeners. This episode of Spy-Fi After Dark is sponsored by me. That's right, me. Specifically, it's sponsored by the Iowa Mockus Project, which is an electoral technology project and accompanying live stream happening sometime in August. I've talked about the Mockus on here before, so I'm not going to bore you with the details. Head on over to iowamockus.com to learn more about it. But the short version is that it's a caucus app. We're going to basically show that the Iowa Democratic caucuses in 2020 were a sham and should never have been accepted. It's going to be a great time. going to be lots of fun. Check it out, iowamaucus.com. But specifically, what I wanted to talk to you about today was the Iowa Mockus devlogs that I'm doing on YouTube. You can find these by heading on over to YouTube and searching for SpyFi, which is the channel that the devlogs are on. Or, I mean, you could just search for Iowa Mockus devlog, I guess, if you wanted to. And basically, it's a behind-the-scenes process of how I'm building the Iowa Moccas. The first devlog was on the marketing strategy for the Moccas, and the second devlog, which I'm currently working on, is on how I'm building the software. It's kind of like a layman's version of how I make software. Anyways, we'll have other topics on there too. I'm hoping to produce episodes every other week or so, and they give you an insight into what the process of building something like this is like. So, head on over to YouTube, Search for SpyFi, search for Iowa Marcus Devlog, check them out, hit that subscribe button, you know how it is. That's it for me, let's get back to the video. On your left. <laughs> <laughs> just like You that. literally asked for it. I so. know. Not I mean, even like, could you grab that? It's on your left. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's just on your, on your left. left. I'm going to start saying that in my everyday life. Yeah, you should. <laughs> it's our new intro. It's on your my <laughs> I'm just going to be like, on your left, and I'm going to yell it out my window and hope that someone heard me that I'm changing lanes. Like, <laughs> just, you're listening to the SpyFi After Dark podcast on your left. <laughs> Hit that like or subscribe button <laughs> on your, your left. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, no. It's, oh, it's not on your left. No. no. <laughs> I'm like, where, where? where's the button location? <laughs> oh, man. All right. So let's let's begin the reconstruction process. Putting everything back together. Yeah. Yeah. So if we could wipe the slate clean, seven through nine, mm -hmm. gone, how would we recreate the overall story arc? Honestly, like let's let's say we have to keep the same characters 
Okay, so you want okay. Not with all their attributes, but the same blueprints of the characters. Okay. Or at least the main characters. The main characters, sure. Yeah. Okay. If, like we have to keep Fen, we have to keep Ray. Try, try to try to change yeah. as little as possible. You, so try, you want like a different story, but the same Yeah, regarding the Try to change parts. as little as possible about the architecture. Yes, the architecture itself. Okay. The plot can be completely yes. different. Okay. I gotcha. I gotcha. In that case, honestly, I I think I would just make I would make Ray just a Jedi apprentice. Luke succeeded in making the Jedi temple and she, Luke has to keep it a secret. You could even keep her as Palpatine's granddaughter. You could even keep that the same. Just keep, she has this dark past. So Luke then becomes the new Obi-Wan in keeping from Ray who she is, or even better yet, you can, you could make it like, no, like, actually, I, I kind of do. Like like there's a darkness inside of her. I like her. that. Where and it's she's like, like nine ends up being like, it, but, oh, sorry. But he has to like keep that away. Yeah. Nine exactly. has like three tonality, except there's no fight and like conversion. Exactly. He actually succeeds. Yeah. He actually is. Like, <laughs> in like keeping her from keeping her turning. From well, that was another thing that was so stupid about it. Like she just, because she's Palpatine's granddaughter, she can use force lightning. Don't even. That's not dude, how it works. I know. <laughs> it's, it's just dumb. <laughs> It didn't make any sense at all. Yeah. Like there's literally half the Plagueis book talks about what happens if you use force lightning and you don't know what you're doing. It's like you become this wrinkled monster and you could even kill yourself trying to do it. Like, are you familiar with Avatar The Last Airbender? Yeah. Okay. So when Iroh's talking about like, if you're not careful about transferring lightning through your body, it could literally kill you. It's the same thing. But in the movie, they're just like, no, she's a Mary Sue. She can literally do whatever she wants. Well, and like I'd also talked to Millen about that, how like just in the movies, that's all the only context I have, like mm-hmm. the differentiating factor usually between Jedi and Sith in terms of like fighting capabilities is force lightning. There's like no other like. Yeah. Dis- di- di- so why would she just know that? Just it, be able to do She's it? never even like imbued in the dark. Like if anything, Mace Mm-hmm. Should have like had that capability. So that's which he kind of did because he was deflecting in three. Well, but whatever. yeah, and that's it's funny that you say that because and and you don't know the lore. Mace Windu is actually a master of a lightsaber form called Vapod, which is like you thread the needle of the dark side to give yourself more power while still seeing like pure and in the light. And so he that's why he looks like that. That's why he's so intense because he is like literally walking this tightrope of if he messes up a little bit, he'll fall to the dark side, just trying to use this power to protect himself. That'd be cool, that'd be cool if uh, Ray wanted to learn his, exactly. his type. If they had done that, but the movie set up Ray to be like this physical embodiment of the balance of the force. And that's not how that works. Like she can't just, you, you can't use both sides of the force and everybody's like, yeah, you can. And they're called gray Jedi. They're not gray Jedi. Gray Jedi are not a thing. That's so dumb. It just like it just doesn't make sense. It's it's cool metaphorically that it's like okay, there like like you sh- like there you shouldn't be or you don't have to live your life you know in that kind of black and white architecture. Right. But in for the sake of Star Wars, like right. you're just destroying the whole like Star Wars set something up and like do you it's, know what I mean? At its core, it's literally just a good versus evil story. And I know I'm sorry, I know I got off on a tangent here with the, uh, rebuilding the story, but she. <sighs> For a long time, it was established that you can't like, so if I wanted to, if I was a Jedi and I had healing powers, but I somehow learned how to use force lightning, that would weaken my ability to heal because I've now taken my devotion to the light and corrupted it with the powers of the dark side. Plus like, plus this, plus the Sith, from my understanding, at least some of them that we've seen like Dooku and, um, Maul. Well, I was gonna say Dooku and maybe Maul, but possibly Palpatine. Just based off like the the dialogue in the movies, the inherent advantage they have, which is the problem I had, and hear me out, it's gonna be kind of weird, but like the inherent <laughs> advantage they have is, and like this is Yoda, he's also in here, but a little different. So like Yoda will say, and maybe Mace, maybe, and then you have Dooku and you have uh, Palpatine. Mm-hmm. They've like done more than converge both sides. They've, they have some studying or understanding of their counterpart. Yeah. Especially Dooku and Palpatine. Right. So it's to their advantage to be dark, but that's unfair. So there should be some kind of 
balancing. The balancing is essentially probably their inability to be pure and use exactly right because Yoda like Yoda is clearly very knowledgeable because when he fought Palpatine in three, he like yeah, grabs he can stop it. The, so he knows yeah. he's old, so he's probably like treaded here and like no, mm-hmm. treaded. and you're right in like you know Ray and uh, what's his name Kylo Kylo. They're just like essentially they're trivializing like what would take you know legacy and or like tireless effort of with research and understanding and yeah. all that like it's just like it's taken some of those aspects away from star wars granted it is it is different and i think some people do like it yeah and i i mean i get it that there's going to be people out here who are out there you know that like the the current structure of it but i think if you look at it at its core and th- this is me kind of like reconnecting back to how i would change things ray learns how to use the force and fight out of nowhere in the movies she just knows how to do it like she can use the force to call the lightsaber to her when she's fighting kylo at the end of the movie why can she do that she's literally never done that in her life but she can suddenly do it and then the books try to explain it that she came into contact with kylo ren and she learned all of his abilities and i'm like no dude that just makes her super overpowered so if you make her this jedi trainee or this like jedi padawan who's struggling to control this unseen turmoil within her and then you have palpatine palpatine should have been in it from the beginning if he was going to be a player he should have been in it from the beginning yes so i would have had him let's assume he's not so you want to assume he's not let's let's, we're going with snoke okay so if we want to stick just with snoke then we'll say that snoke is a i wouldn't make him a clone obviously he's mace windu Everybody thought that. Yeah, everybody thought for a long time. Really like I, okay. my, my, my favorite theory was um, him being Jar Jar Binks. Oh, but, I mean, oh. the Mace Windu theory was the most reasonable. That one was crazy when you showed me like a video. Or I hate that stuff, dude. Dude, he's so good. All though. of the like supposed yeah, to so good. Just like, it's, it's clearly him. And I'm like, you guys he's, are literally just piecing stuff together. He's, yeah, he's They're saying. literally just attributing filmmaking mistakes of the, yeah, original, of the exactly. one through three he's to like, force powers. He's like so. single-handedly annoying Palpatine. That's his whole freaking plan. Yeah, (laughs) I'm gonna mess it up, but I'm gonna make it look like I'm a complete bungling idiot. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, No, I thought it was a phenomenal theory, even if it's completely ridiculous. Oh my god. (laughs) No, but I I love the I love the idea of him him being Mace Windu. Although I will say, for me, the weird thing was how did the First Order even happen in the first place? Well, that's the that's the big like unanswered question in the lore right now. Like there's and a, why would they still have stormtroopers? Yeah. Well, and they kind of try to touch on that in the force awakens. Cause Kylo's like, how well are your troops trained? If they can just like disobey an order on a whim, maybe the Supreme leader should use clones. So that right there shows you they're not using clones. They're not familiar with clone technology having survived. Mm-hmm. Well, we know they're not using clones right. because we have different characters who are no exactly daniel craig's actually star wars or he's a he's a stormtrooper in the force awakens oh yeah i remember seeing that people don't know that i didn't know that yeah he's the one you never see his face but you do hear his voice yeah he's uh when ray's locked up she's the one that uses force persuasion or he's the stormtrooper that she has free him yeah and then he drops his gun and walks out of the room yeah that's (laughs) yeah like there's tons of, dude there's so many cameos in those movies. I'd almost be I'm I'm not sure if this is a case but I almost bet he wasn't actually even in the costume he just did the His voiceover voice. after I'm going to be upset if he wasn't cuz he wouldn't would, have to be. Yeah, he, he wouldn't, wouldn't have he to wouldn't be have at to all be. but I think that would be so funny if he, he was. I don't think he like, was. You would think for commitment's sake you'd do it. Yeah. But, but there's no know. as far as I know there's no images of him in a stormtrooper suit. Exactly. So I don't think he was. I think they were just like, "Hey, can you record this real quick?" They just yeah, called I it. Almost bet it was, it was literally like they're in post or like what if we just got some random yeah. like high end actor to do this random role for two <laughs> we seconds? Just got James Bond to free Ray. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Cool. And somebody was just like drunk at a table reading one night, and they're just like, "Dude, hear me out. <laughs> <laughs> hear me out, Daniel Craig. Craig. It's genius." <laughs> no, like, well, and then like you have uh, what is it, Simon Pegg from uh, who plays Scotty in the Star Trek movies? He's the guy that gives Ray the food. In the beginning of the movie, the oh, big I didn't alien guy. I neither. Yeah, but like you have cameos all over the place. Uh-huh. It's ridiculous. But uh, back back to the the main thing. Like I yeah, I would make. I would probably make Snoke like a long forgotten practitioner of the dark side. Like he 
he could have been a rival to Palpatine, but Palpatine kept him in check. Mm-hmm. And now that Palpatine's gone, Snoke has been like rebuilding this force in the shadows. Mm-hmm. And then he finds out about Luke's grandson. And he's like, what better way to destroy the Jedi than to take the hero of the galaxy's grandson or uh, nephew, rather nephew, uh, nephew yeah. and convert him to the dark side. What if it's a reverse rebellion situation where the first order is the ragtag rebellion, like the remnants of the empire trying to trying reassert to hold dominance? On to their, yeah. And so that Luke's, would have been a good one too. Luke's Jedi uh, order is keeping the peace. Like more established. Keeping the peace. Yeah. That, that's actually a, another part of the story in, well, that's another expanded universe story there. The majority of, Everything that happens is Luke rebuilds the the um the Jedi Order, and he has to deal with like Grand Admiral Thrawn, who is one of my favorite Star Wars characters of all time, um, or Grand Admiral um, Yasani Asard. It's these people who like held on to the belief of the Empire and didn't want to give up their power, so they were like fleet commanders, and they had these like ragtag fleets that they were keeping control of, like imperial planets and stuff where does the mandalorian fall in the timeline exactly the mandalorian is like six months to a year after return of the jedi okay because when he first talks to i can never remember the guy's name but when he when he first talks to carl weathers (laughs) he uh carl weathers is like i can pay you an imperial credits and he's like the empire has been disbanded for i can't remember whatever he says um that money's no good out here i need Mm -hmm. something better and so you you get this idea that like the empire is now in hiding. That's why the the client um, is like hidden. Yeah, stormtroopers are dirty. They're not mm-hmm. organized. See, I would have I would have doubled down on that mm-hmm. if I were designing this. I probably wouldn't have had Luke have a whole Jedi Order. I would have had him have like a small band. Yeah, yeah I would have had him like in the building process. Like yeah, like literally, he's got like five or six. Yeah jedi with him mm-hmm. and like some trainees yeah so i would have like been one fine with padawan that. per jedi or something like that yeah right? i would so have been like totally 12 fine people with that. yeah right and he's the only jedi master that's actually exactly how it was in the expanded universe before so, disney got a hold of it so <laughs> that's that's where i would have started and i would have had instead of the first order or you could even call him the first order but i would have just had like remnants of the empire trying to work together to reassemble some sort of a governance structure. That's absolutely how it should have been. That, that to me would have been a greater stakes than this out of nowhere first order, which in the books, the first order is they're surviving remnants and resources of the empire. That's why they use stormtroopers. Mm -hmm. That's why their ships look the same. Well, and imagine, imagine if essentially you start out episode seven and Luke is, you know, helping his um, Jedi sort of fight back these remnants of the Empire. Mm -hmm. And it's like this ongoing fight fight that they're doing like here and there on various Mm -hmm. planets. And then all of a sudden he realizes there's something behind this force and that's Snoke. Yes, exactly. Would you still have Kylo? I would, yeah. Yeah. So So if you you still have Kylo, then you could have that. You could have two core um, um, essentially like groups trying to establish himself right and then you also have ray who's um, talking to mike ray who's essentially like up and coming he's yeah. Kylo who's up and coming and you have snoke trying to get ray and then you'll have luke trying to get kylo well in my, yeah. in my so version it's I'm like thinking, a race to see who can who my can version i'm thinking kylo right is still on luke's team and turns by the end of seven. See, that's exactly how I would have done it. Yeah. yeah. You would do it like that? I would make it so Snoke, like Snoke has, his whole thing is he has to destroy who Luke is. And who Luke was, was the embodiment of hope. That's why the fourth Star right. Wars movie is literally called A New Hope. It's, it, it, that's the whole point of the original trilogy is now there's hope for the galaxy again. It's been ni- 18, 19 I years. My, only, my, I guess my only problem is aside from Snoke, who would be in hiding. Um, if there's still remnant, remnants of, well, not even remnants. If if Luke is building up an order and he has Jedi on his side, like what's stopping him from overpowering them? See, that's the thing. You that's would, why they would have to like, it would be like a dirt skirmish. Like they would fight from the shadows and retreat. Right. And then, you know, they that's would, what, well, that's what I'm saying is both sides are still very scrappy. Yeah, I know. But I would want like force, force bound 
scrap yeah. on the dark side aside from Snoke because he's in he's in hiding essentially. Well, okay, so okay. Snoke would be training like dark Jedi. Here's an idea. Yeah. So so if not so if not if what not if, Kylo, what if Snoke has like a contingent of the the Inquisitors or whatever they're called? Even that would have been okay. Yeah. Like I would have been fine with that because the like Inquisitors the, were just kidnapped so children. The one. It's the same. So I just started playing the Star Wars game, um, the Souls like one that just came out. Oh, oh, crap! Jedi Fallen Order. The Fallen Order. Yeah, the, that's a the great game. Inquisitor is the bad guy, right? That's an Inquisitor. Yeah. So wait. So you haven't beaten it yet? No. Okay. So I'm not gonna run it. I'm not very it's... far into it. Okay. It's um, a great game. But that kind of character, like, give him a contingent of those. Yeah. Well, he I'd needs. Okay that's that. what I'm saying. Like, so like kind Snoke of like that. henchman or whatever, you know. But like force bound henchman. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. If you don't want Kylo well, that's, on that side. The Inquisitors are. Are they force? Yes, sensitive they are. force enabled. They have, so, yeah, and they would have to be with this they new have design. Lightsabers. Yeah. Well, and that's the thing. They're they're force trained. I guess the word would be like dark adepts. Like they're not mm-hmm. Jedi, and they're not trained as to be as powerful as, as like an apprentice or Sith. Mm-hmm. But they have enough power that they are. They're formidable. They're fighters. formidable enough yeah. to to hunt down Jedi, and that's what Vader trained them for. And yeah. they answer directly to Vader, which this is all in season one of Rebels. Mm-hmm. You meet Jason Isaac's character, the Grand Inquisitor, and then you find out that there's other Inquisitors out there, like the Seventh Sister and the the Ninth Brother and stuff like that. Um, she has then, like a bunch of like mall type characters. Basically, yeah, that would be sick. Well, and that's that's actually a really interesting point that you make that because. If you look at Maul and his his original story, Palpatine didn't actually consider him a real Sith. He was just an on-call assassin. He felt more like a mercenary assassin. Yeah, he he only gave him the Darth title to placate concerns or you know, like trying to fight back at Palpatine. Like Palpatine was rewarding him with what Maul thought was a legitimate title. And Sidious was like, "No." Like you're literally yeah, he's, in my he, head. He you're want, just an assassin. He wants salary, but yeah, it's promoting an ambitious employee instead yeah. of giving him a yeah. raise. He exactly. gave him like three yeah. hours extra of OT. And he's like, dude, like, like you're getting paid time and a half. Exactly. And he's like, dude, I want the benefits. Exactly. Cause like, in, <laughs> all right, all right, all right. <laughs> that's like a, that's a really good <laughs> that's way of fucked up. All right. It's yeah. a, it's a good time for breaking on your left. All right. See you in a minute. Hey there, podcast listeners. This is Millen Singh, host of Spy-Fi After Dark. I'm here to just please ask you to rate and or subscribe on whatever platform you might be listening on. It really makes a really big difference to us, and it makes us feel really good about ourselves, so you really should just do it for that reason alone, honestly. But seriously, it boosts our organic search rankings and makes it easier for people to find the podcast, and so it would really help us out a lot if you could shoot us a rating, subscription, whatever is applicable on whatever platform you might be listening on. Anyways, that's it for me. Let's get back to the episode. And we are back. On your right this time. There's like nothing to my right though. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. To the, the, the listener's right. I'm sure there's gotcha. something. Uh, so let's circle back to MCU. <laughs> Keep it with the MCU. Let's, let's circle back to rebuilding the the universe a little bit. Yeah. Um. So so yeah, my my pitch was pretty straightforward. It was like a guerrilla war. Yeah. Between two scrappy sides. See, I think that's that's what makes it more believable. More yeah. believable post six. And yeah. the, yeah, and the struggle between Ray and Kylo is the like focal point. Mm-hmm. That we anchor around. Like, and I actually, even, I'd even still kill off Luke and eight personally. I actually like that too. I like the idea of them being under the apprenticeship of Luke and and building tension between them. Right? Like maybe they yeah. see things differently, but they're both on his, on Luke's mm-hmm. side. Well, and that's and that's there's a, a split. Or exactly, a and that would have been a great way to explain. Well, I'd I'd have um, Ray would be the apprentice of Luke. Okay. Kylo would be someone else's apprentice. But Kylo is jealous that he's not Luke's apprentice because he thinks he's the best. And that's that's the in the in for the Snoke in for to, Snoke to okay. come in and take yeah. him over. I can get and then that. he kills his master to turn over to the Sith and leaves and becomes Snoke's apprentice. See, and that's I think that right there is the most important part of what you just said. To join the Sith, because in 
uh, before the rise of Skywalker, they were doing their very best to erase the Sith from history. They were like, they know, didn't even use the term. Didn't. He's technically not Sith, right? Snoke Kylo? is not Sith. Mm, right. And he didn't consider himself Sith. Kylo wanted to be a Sith, but he didn't understand what that meant. He, he also, just wanted to be like Vader. He, we talked about mm. this too. He, 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 they, he didn't embody Sith because Sith are like, at least from what I've seen in the movies, like the Sith and Jedi are actually very similar, very, very yeah. calculated and measured. And, um, they have a lot of belief in what they do and they mm. don't like exude a lot of emotion. He was extremely emotional with a lot of his behavior. I felt like I, the Sith are very like collected. Well, the Sith are all about emotion. So like anger, I know, but the fear, way, aggression, all that stuff, they, they it's like a self-serving cycle. Yes. Like you're afraid of something. So that makes you angry. But mm-hmm. I feel like theoretically it's that or like, like their philosophy is that right. but like when you see him on screen, Kylo doesn't even, he doesn't come off to me like a Sith. Like the no. Sith are like literally like intellectuals. Like when yes. you, when you like all of them are very similar to the Jedi. Yeah. And, Do, and just my, different in his belief. Yeah, or, well, you have to remember too. It's, it's a religion. There we go. They're like, yeah. it's like a they're religious. Practice it's not a, just like in my, in my groups. version, they're also brother, sister. Okay. See, that's, that's actually what I wanted mm-hmm. from the get go. Yeah. Was I wanted her to be related Luke's daughter. Oh, yeah, I think either that or they're both um, Han and Leia's Han kids, and Leia's which kids. is exactly how it should have. That's how it is in the. I would have been okay with the either old one. Yeah, either if, one are okay with me. That that would have been totally fine. Ray would have just been the new version of Jaina, and Kylo would have been the new version of Jason. Because mm-hmm. in the original lore, before Disney took over, Luke is actually the one that had a son named Ben, not Han and Leia. Han ah. and Leia had three kids, and Luke only had one with an ex Imperial assassin named Mara Jade who anyway um but yeah I would that, that I would have been okay with that if they were both Han's kids mm-hmm. that would have been a lot because it would have made it even tougher on Han to be like look I get where you are but I'm also not force sensitive so I don't know how to help you mm-hmm. but in the movie you're just like oh Han just ran away from his problems that's basically the theme here. The only person mm-hmm. who stayed to do something right was yeah. Leia. And even then she was just like, Oh, I believe our son will come back. I have to focus on the resistance. And I'm <laughs> now, still, now watch yeah. fly through space. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. I'm still, I'm still okay with ultimately killing off all of the old characters in the trilogy. I am too. I, I think Luke sacrificing himself to save Ray in, in eight, eight works. I think the way they did it in eight was really dumb. Yeah. But doing it, but I would still do it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Yeah. I I'm fine with exactly. Um, cause then you have, that's the other problem with the movies is they, they create these force powers that just do not make sense. Like Ray and Kylo can, traverse space and time to I don't hand each other this because <laughs> Bill and I we had it <laughs> dude I hear you I'm not I'm, thing I'm, was, I'm about to I, go off. I wasn't entirely against it but it wouldn't be my choice I brought his his rating down of the movie by like a whole point because oh, yeah. of this conversation yeah dude, we, were, we argued in the theater for like in, in the, when, okay so like I, I need you guys to understand when I was sitting in the movie theater and she goes like this to put her hand behind and then Kylo has the lightsaber. I literally out loud went, that's so fucking dumb. <laughs> <laughs> like in the theater, the hell aloud. And all these people around me were like, ha, like everyone agreed. They were just like, that's so stupid. It just like, it didn't make sense to me. And like, why were they the only ones in the history of star Wars? And, to be able and to it's, do that? A, it's actually like what? So Millen, Millen looked at it in a different way. And I, I do agree with this aspect. There should always be room for creativity and for yeah. new things. But the problem with the implementation of that kind of power um, and that it's also not side bound, like, for yeah. instance, you know what I mean? All these Just things, anyone can do it. Now. Everything, all of the all of the new was prophesized mm-hmm. in nine well, and actualized in nine. It was all in one movie. That's so, the biggest problem. Yeah. It well, all yeah, happened it all in one movie in 
concluded in the same movie, and you're like, there's no build up to this. Asked yeah. million. You just need you need to have the force dyad thing be a thing from the beginning. From the beginning, and it yeah. would have been cool if Luke but you and don't Leia even have had to it. Say it, you, and it was, or like you, someone else knew about it, just like you know, anybody else knew about like, it. Like it could funny. be Snoke knows about it, but you don't have to say it until the end. Yeah, it can just be like something that's inferred almost, or mm-hmm. like you see that what they have is different than anything you've ever seen before. That was why I didn't have that much of a problem with it was because I felt like the trilogy had to bring something that was different than you've ever seen before. Like, uh, yeah. I mean, rule, each one has to keep adding like something different. The only so, thing I have, the only problem I have is that star Wars can bring new things, but like it can, it can stay like abstract and more on the like philosophy side. It doesn't have to be like in the ability side because yeah. throughout star Wars, like there, again, there hasn't been like, escalation of abilities if you no. really think about it yeah it hasn't They've one two and three actually maximize and, what you saw and yeah. it was literally just like lightsaber bound fighting and like oh that's force and that's it so this this came out of fucking nowhere yeah it literally like it didn't exist and then you're like oh i'm supposed to yeah oh i'm like that you guys can do this now. like holy shit yeah like, like exactly yeah. like i'm just gonna take this clump of dirt and oh look i have a lightsaber now like it's basically it's not what happens, but it's then the same basic thing. Like they can do all these things that no one taught them how to do that. They just, because they have this weird special connection that was introduced 35 minutes ago, they now can do all these and things. It was, and it's okay for them to be better. And all. The problem they I have be, is that they, they cannot be worse because then you have no growth. Yes. You, you can't be worse. It, than but the, it just, the it, trainer, it just bulldozes everything that had happened prior so like for instance to yeah. me it's like when yoda is like 900 years old mm-hmm. and like he's literally expressed nothing different in terms of abilities than anyone else he's just better yeah. at what other people that's that that's the that's the universe of star wars for me and i'm okay with it the difference is he's he's just more intelligent yeah, he's, more knowledgeable and he sees things coming that's yeah, his version these guys are like fuck that we're well, just going to like, yeah. you know, like, oh, these are your ideas. So, okay. But if, if it were introduced earlier, you'd be okay with the dyad. Idea? I would be okay with the idea that there is some, first of all, if would we're you, going, would you use it? Yes. Okay. If we're, uh, but I would only use it in the context of them being brother and sister. If they're two completely random people, it just does not make sense. It just doesn't because there's no connection in the current movies, there's no connection between them except the one that they create. If anything, I'm, I'm Leia, okay Leia, if anything, like uh, fucking Anakin's kids should because Luke he, and he had the highest metachlorine like count. Yeah, oh, there's a lot of reasons for it. For yeah, it. like well, if you, want, I, I, I always looked. At, I mean, I was okay with suspending disbelief mm-hmm. in this case. Like anything can happen, kind of thing. Yeah, right. Like, yeah, and that, that's the, fine. You have to leave that kind of The force is so inherently mystical that yeah, you could really come up with pretty much anything, and it's. It doesn't inherently break any rules. No, of because there not. are no rules to break. Right? But you have to you have to keep it in this like kind. Of, you have to keep it in the same Death Star trench. It, 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 you can't just be like, okay, like I'm, I'm able to move things with my mind, and oh shit, now I can time travel. So, like, so it, I guess the thing the thing for me is the dyad. I don't. I think it has to not be connected to family connections because there are previous family connection Jedi where that's never been done. So it has to be something unique Different, right? to them due to circumstance. And it doesn't have to have a reason. It's just, that is something that they have for some reason. And it doesn't even have to be explained. But another problem I have is that it's, you also kind of sort of believe it more in nine for another wrong reason, because like suddenly Kylo and Ray are like very, very powerful and very capable yeah. as fighters in nine. Literally, if like if they had a more realistic progression, it would make even less sense. That make kind of any yeah, sense because that, she was essentially like the phoenix of like Star Wars by yeah. nine. Then you're like, oh, she must have this ability. She's and like, gotta be able and, to do and Kylo's like this ragtag like piece of her soul that is like constantly in connection with her. Yeah. She's mm-hmm. literally dragging him, and she's creating that like suspense. Yeah, well, see, because she just became this like super powerful out of nowhere. Well, and that's that's the other thing that nine does is by the end of nine, you're basically sidelining Kylo. Yes. All he does, he doesn't do any amazing feats of strength. He just does what he's been doing. He's, he's associated with her. Yeah. He's that's just a, there. He's essentially he like Scotty Pippen. Yeah. yeah. He's, he's Scotty Pippen. Yeah. 
and she's Jordan. Mm, that's that's <laughs> literally it. Like, it's like, all right. We'd even call him Dennis Rodman if you want to. Yeah, he's like, on the yeah, on a great team. <laughs> yeah. He's just part of the, you know, he's on the <laughs> roster. He's just, and he shows up. Oh man. Yeah. <laughs> he's Tom Brady's backup, basically. Okay. I, I, I will say I, I do I think you mean he's Tom Brady's football. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We'll call him the enabler. Yeah. <laughs> The career. Yeah. <laughs> he's the rings. He's just the result of what Tom Brady is. <laughs> I do agree with Millen that, like, it's not an idea that can't be done. Oh, it, no. And it I'm, was I'm just not saying done very improperly. I don't like it, but I still think it could have been done if, it, if they just set it up maybe in seven. Yeah. If it had been in a. St- th- that's my thing is the, the sequel trilogy is just playing catch up to the last movie. Whatever movie came before it, it's trying to play catch up or fix problems from the previous movie. There's no actual like roadmap of con- continuity or structure. It's like, oh shit, we totally created this like plot hole. Why don't we just fix it doing this? Or like, mm-hmm. oh my God, we did all these things with Rose. Hear me out. What if she's like barely in Rise of Skywalker? And you're like, okay, why make her this huge character in The Last Jedi? And It'd then- also be kind of interesting if you do want to incorporate in a new design for the the newest trilogy that, like, Luke and Snoke know. Yeah. And that's why there's more at stake. Because mm-hmm. it, wherever they go, if they're on the same side, it's game over. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, like, as, a, as this diode, wherever they go... If they're like on the dark, it's fucking lights out. Yeah. If, if they're, you know yeah. what I mean. So there has both, to be this. Yeah, now they're like good the stakes. Yeah, yeah. That's fine if they yeah. want to set that up. That's. I mean, that's why I was okay with it. Yeah. Well, and that's. I'm not opposed to it. I just. It is hard to see something like that and then be like, okay, I have to accept this because this is now canon kind of thing. Because mm-hmm. for a lot of it, I'm just like, I think this is dumb, and I don't consider this Star Wars. Like I left the last Jedi thinking that was not a star Wars movie. I have no idea what I just watched, but that was not a star Wars movie. Mm-hmm. But if I could change like the overarching thing of anything I would change about those is I would actually have like legitimate real lightsaber battles. None of the, none of the sequels have decent lightsaber fights. The force awakens. They're literally just running through the forest, hacking at each other. There's no, like there is some charm to it. Well, okay, so because like, it's like ba- it's like post six, right? So like so Kylo like, is trained, like he knows. That's, okay, she should be like amateurish. Yeah. That's true. He shouldn't be. He and he is. So like when he's fighting Finn, and Finn has very little melee combat training, and you know that because you watch him throughout with the lightsaber. Like he has mm. some enough to fight off the shock trooper or whatever. But um, that's a good point. Kylo, Kylo is trained. Yeah. He is very acrobatic. He's very capable. But then that kind of like goes away later on. Like he's just they're hacking and then like they're chasing after each other and then they take another broad swing at each other. And well, it's definitely not three. No, it's definitely not three because there's th- yeah. two and three are like there's but, no. Yeah. All right. Three. Yeah. Like three all is right. the greatest lightsaber battle of all time. All right. So which last, one? Palpatine and oh, sorry. Well, I was going to say, okay, which one is it? You can answer. Oh, that Anakin and you like that one. Okay. one yeah. yeah. I actually like so that one. That one. The one problem I have with that fight is that it's a it seems a little too uh, what's the word I'm looking, choreographed. Yeah. It's a, yeah. it's more like a very, very fast and pretty dance. dance. Yeah. Dance. Yeah. The one for me that really like made me go, oh my God, was the Yoda Dooku fight. Oh my God. People freaked out in the in the yeah. in the theater. Everybody freaked people out. Lost. When I saw that. And I was a kid when I watched it. <laughs> yeah. Dude, people lost their shit. Yeah. I was thirteen. I think yeah. I was like seven. Yeah. Okay. And Damn, make me feel old. But yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I was like, wow, like no, that was awesome because everyone no had totally, seen like it re like no, for me episode two like reinvented my conception of Star Wars. Yeah, absolutely. I no one had ever seen Yoda fight before. It was just like oh, it's this but not even just like everything like, about episode two basically reinvented my whole mm-hmm. perception of the franchise. Yeah, because all of a sudden the world like blows up in mm-hmm. scale. You've got all these new characters. You've got uh, the clone troopers. You've yep. got. The, all the Jedi coming into the arena, the arena in Geonosis. Yep. Oh. It it basically shows where everything came from. It explains yeah. the whole story that Obi-Wan uses yeah. in A New Hope. He's so. like, you found the Clone Wars? And it's like, oh, dude, let me show you an entire movie about this 
whole thing. So, okay. So last topic, cause we've got just a couple minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, what would you do with Finn? <laughs> I would honestly, I would still make him a defector from the empire. Uh huh. Cool. Looking for, I mean, honestly, I would even make him force sensitive. Yeah. And okay make, with that. I like make that. him throughout the movies grow and develop these powers alongside Ray and having him there to, to explain like, dude, this is the force. be like a, someone who's amazed by the force. Whereas Ray had been trained her whole life. She's, she's watered down to the amazement of the force. She's, he could be this like way of helping her see the force in a new light and coming to terms with like, I have this great power. I've been given this great gift. Mm-hmm. Finn is like he's right. This is an amazing thing that I'm oh, capable like he of doing. He constantly invigorates her, yeah, just with optimism, kind of thing. Exactly. And then along the way, her tutelage teaches him: these are the things I can do. These aren't just myths. These aren't just stories or exaggerated tales. I really can move things with my mind, and I can have a light. And in the third one, have him make his own lightsaber, like Luke made his own lightsaber. So, does he survive the trilogy? And if so, does he become her apprentice at the end? I think I would definitely have him survive the trilogy, but I would have him be a fully fledged Jedi Knight by the end of it. I would have Ray accept her position as the new grandmaster of the Jedi order and have Finn having gone through everything they've gone through in these three movies. Those are his trials to end his apprenticeship and become a knight. Okay. Because it would allow you to create this thing of like, now it's Ray's Jedi Order and you can make all these new stories and like, this is how she trains the new, the new Jedi or whatever. And I mean, even the Rise of Skywalker kind of does that. It implies Finn has some kind of force powers because he can sense Ray. But at the end of the Rise of Skywalker, you don't have any sense that she's going to start rebuilding the order other than she has a new lightsaber now there's no direction yeah there, you have no idea where no. this is going to go now there's no definitive like this is the plan at the end of return of the jedi you knew luke was going to rebuild the jedi you knew he had saved the galaxy you know that everybody was grateful for him um and that they were going to start rebuilding based on the victory over the empire this you're just like okay well she kylo's dead everyone that she's known is dead she just has a new lightsaber and she's back at Luke's house. <laughs> what, what are we doing here? Yeah, that's, I would just make it a more like definitive. Now we go forward kind of thing. This is like, what do we, I don't setting know up to repeat kind yeah, of exactly. Star Wars a whole setup, uh, a new, yeah, a new stuff. Yeah. Okay. Well, I think that's a satisfying conclusion. Yeah, I agree. It's been great. Yeah. All right. Thank you. Any, any final thoughts to end here? I love Star Wars more than the MCU. I'm sorry. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, I mean, I, I love the MCU, but you know, it's Star Wars, dude. <laughs> All right. I'm like, Star Wars has been growing on me more and more, but to me, the MCU is phenomenal. Oh, like, yeah. I don't understand how, how flawless it has been minus like captain marvel which i haven't seen but have heard bad it's, things it's all planning dude it's kevin mm-hmm. feige it's phenomenal planning. yeah my my final thought is kevin feige is a genius yep. he should be the chief creative officer of disney <laughs> at large and on your left signing <laughs> off <laughs> <Thanks>. <laughs>